My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. The Marybody app gives you unlimited access to online yoga, Pilates, and meditation classes. There are over 400 classes to stream and download right now. Oh my. And also we add a brand new class each and every week. So your library just continues to grow and grow. I think the most important thing to mention though is that Marybody is fun and it brings joy to your life. This is what our members say. <laughs> so if you want to come and try it out for free, you can head over to the merrymakersisters.com forward slash Marybody. Over at that page, you can start your free seven day trial, get access to it all and see if it's for you. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 322 on the Get Married podcast. Yes, we are so excited to be here as always. As always. Uh, inspired by one of our amazing community members, Steph. So thank you for the message on Instagram and the inspiration behind this week's episode. And we already had a discussion before, and I really feel like we could have pressed record on that discussion, mm. but I am excited to dive into this topic, and I'm excited to come up with some action steps on, you know, how we can make some changes to bring in some activity. Mm. So what are we talking about? <laughs> well, this word has popped up again and again, I guess, since post-COVID or during COVID? Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, we first COVID. heard of this word and you reminded oh, yeah, me true, true. Uh, when we interviewed Ellen, who we actually have that episode on here. So we'll link to that in our show notes. She's a positive psychologist and she talks about flourishing mindset and languishing mindset mm. and mm -hmm. how they're the opposites. Mm -hmm. So like a flourishing mindset, you can understand what that means, like that you're growing, that you're evolving. and You're taking action. Yeah, and a languishing is kind of the opposite. Stagnant. Inactivity, no energy to stuck. try, not motivated, demotivated, unmotivated, <laughs> demotivated, not motivated. <laughs> yeah, and I guess like this feeling of like also you're just kind of like okay to stay there. Yeah, it's like you're just – it's that stuckness, isn't it? And you kind of want to – well, I mean, I guess there's probably a difference between like the, the psychologist – definition and also you know what's getting thrown around on social media mm. and in articles like I I'm sure there would be a difference and obviously we're not qualified to really go into the psychologist uh, pathway of talking about it but what we've read and you know what we've experienced as well ourselves in some way or another languishing is when you just 
can't be bothered or it's like you can't find the energy or or drive, no drive to take that step. Yeah, lack of purpose. Mm -hmm. And I guess when it comes to lockdowns, we all were forced to slow down, to seclude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to recluse. Recluse. Yeah. And to seclude if we yeah. were like in by ourselves, yeah. you know, without that human connection because we were, you know, told that we could only go five kilometers diameter or radius yeah. or whatever it was. So I think in the beginning of a lockdown, and I think I'm speaking for us as individuals, and I know I've spoken to a few other people who agree with this, you know, at the beginning of a, of the lockdowns with COVID, it was kind of like not, I don't want to say it, as a, it was a good thing, but we were kind of like relieved in a way. We were kind of, it was like, we're given permission to do nothing. Mm. It's like, you can actually rest now. Like you don't have to fill your calendar anymore. Just like, just stay here for a little while and, uh, uh, just do nothing. And in a way it was kind of nice to not have to do anything. And I just want to also add, like, obviously our experience is totally different from the rest of the world. So this is, like, a super privileged position where we were on the Gold Coast where, like, literally our lockdown lasted a month. Mm -hmm. Um, So totally different feelings. But maybe you did feel something like this and maybe it was in the first month, but then after the second year you got kind of over it and I understand that. Yeah. (laughs) So that's – but I mean I feel like so because we were kind of okay with it at the beginning – we got into a routine yeah. of this inactivity mm. and of this like just being okay with not taking action. Mm. And I can kind of understand how the feelings of languishing were then created by the fact that we allowed it, you know, at yeah, the beginning. Yeah. We, we were like, okay, cool, we're just going to take a rest. We're not going to do anything. Just use this time to kind of, I guess, even like refill up our energy in a way, but then it yeah. didn't come, the energy didn't come. Yeah, and I would say like as well, I mean, if you were working in an office and then you're at home, you used to be around people, like it's totally different energy. Our lives didn't change that much personally because mm-hmm. we worked from home. We just stopped going out to cafes and restaurants. Um, so I know I can understand how that languishing feeling would have come in but because we had our work and we had our sense of purpose, it didn't really come. So I feel like that is like a big thing that is important with this feeling and I guess overcoming this feeling is like refinding a purpose yes. to re-motivate yourself to then move forward, advance. Mm. Uh, I mean, we were reading some definitions online about languishing and it was like, you know, a project that's been put on the shelf and it never gets taken off the shelf. Mm. It's like this thing that you've always wanted to do but you you just have never taken a step toward it. You've never planned how you're yes. going to take a step toward yes. it. And, like, let's use uh, us as an example because obviously this is the easiest way to talk about things. So we have been blogging for almost 10 years now, guys. We're like internet veterans. Uh, (laughs) That's insane. And we've been podcasting for eight years. What? (laughs) Okay, so that's crazy. Um, (laughs) That is crazy. You know, I think when we moved from – the food of recipes into yoga and Pilates like five years ago, which again, even that, saying that, the fact that our pivot was five years ago, it's not even a pivot anymore, just is. We didn't blog as much because Mm. recipes were really easy to blog about. Like it was like make a recipe, share a recipe. 
They were, it was so, so easy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, it was like we had this, this routine. It was like, cook it, talk about it, write about it, publish it. Cook it, eat it, talk about Oh, yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> Very important. Eat it, eat it, eat it. Oh, my gosh. Far out. No wonder we got sick of making recipes and sick of eating uh, yeah. all the food. So uh, um, but they are still good. Um, but, yeah, it was such a, a easy routine. It was so straightforward. It was always like remember when, like, business got really hard? Oh, let's just make a recipe. It was kind of like this thing, but it was great, I guess, because it's creative, it's fun, but it's still like helping your business grow. It was like our little ticket way out. Like when something wasn't working or when we just kind of hit a roadblock, we were like, okay, this isn't working, let's make a recipe. And it it would actually be a really good thing because it would keep us moving forward, it would keep us advancing, it would keep us doing something positive. Hey, this is something that could help with languishing, right? Yes, (laughs) definitely. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So wow. it's like, it's like, what is one thing that you know comes quite easy to you that I guess where you can take a step, even if it's not like toward the thing, like even if it's not toward a project mm. or something that you've been wanting to do, it's still a step because it's an action. It's an step. action step. It gets you off the couch. It gets yeah. you off scrolling. It gets you. It's, it gets you out of your head and doing something with your hands. And I, that is totally the best tip, really. Like, or number one, our first tip. Uh, if you're feeling stuck, you're feeling unmotivated. You're feeling like you know you have all these ideas, but you just can't move. You can't take a step towards them. It's like take any step. Mm-hmm. Get out of the situation you're in right now. So if you're you're feeling flat, you're just binging on Netflix and freaking hell, I love Netflix, but not endless hours. There's nothing worse for me when I've binged too much mm-hmm. on Netflix. Like you feel gross. Haven't you heard of procrastinating? Oh yeah. And too much baking. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wow, I just spent the whole day making recipes. Like I probably should have looked at my accounts. No, but that's a good thing. That could be your action step, you know? Oh, like it could be I see. The procrastinating. Yeah, I see. Oh, I so miss that, guys. Pro- procrastinating, but really you're procrastinating. Yes. But, <laughs> and you know, actually we all need to eat, so that's true. Like maybe that's what, instead of like making a quick and easy dinner, like maybe make, choose a recipe and make like a different recipe. And I that like could, that idea. Yeah, and that could be like the step towards like, oh, look what I did. Like I created this from something, from nothing. I created something delicious. I impressed whoever I'm cooking for or just myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and super important if you do live by yourself. I find that, you know, in my history of living alone, I was so lazy with cooking for myself. And I think like, we should make more effort for ourselves. And even the nights where, like, Damiano is not home, I'm so lazy, like, really lazy. I'll just literally put whatever together. And sometimes it's fun to be like that, like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. But it's like, oh, my, like, take some care and nourish myself or, like, feed myself something delicious. It's true. I feel like when you do take that extra effort with, like, a longer recipe or something you've never created yeah. before, you do get this sense of achievement and you feel really excited and proud of yourself. Well, you made moussaka last night. Yeah, and, I mean, we've made that a few times. It's yeah, kind of it's our like go-to. Go-to. We probably need to find a new one. But um, we're getting really good at it. But it's cute how you, like, do it together, whereas, like, all the hard recipes in my house, just Damiano makes them all, which is great because I just, like, <laughs> sit there. This is how we do it. Do you want to hear? Like, <laughs> we're in the kitchen and Jill's like, what should I do? And I'm like, cut the eggplant, barbecue the eggplant. 
And then he comes back and he's like, what should I do now? And I'm like getting the, I'm like getting the herbs and stuff ready. Carla's like, like in a dream. Like, Peel the potatoes, cut the potatoes. <laughs> She's such a boss. Boss in the kitchen. I'm like, get the pot out, put them in the pot. See, that's like Domiano. Like you and Domiano are the same and me and Joel are the same. I'm like, someone tell me what to do. And then I'm like, Domiano, what should I do? I always stuff up the bechamel <laughs> I am so bad at it. Like I oh. start it and then I just freak out that I've burnt it. Oh or no. And then Joel's usually like, he's tapped I'll out by now. It. Oh really? <laughs> he's like, I'm out. Like I've done the eggplant, I've done the potatoes. The mince is simmering, like, I'm out. And I'm like, all right, well I'll do the bechamel. Oh my Joel, I think I burnt it again and then he fixes it. <laughs> that is so funny. Well the other night, what did Domiana cook? Like um this swordfish with a like the inside of it was like breadcrumbs, tomatoes, capers, olives, like so, so fancy. Crazy. Like I would have paid money for it. And I'm like, what the hell? I have like this gourmet chef living with me. This is amazing. <laughs> Please do this every And I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? And then I kind of just take the role of cleaning up after him because bloody hell, he's messy as. And then I just wash all these things and he's like why did you wash that I need that again and it's just me like causing more trouble for him but the food is good anyway totally off topic definitely off topic but it is a good tip so when you're feeling I guess our number one tip yeah when you're feeling kind of stuck it's like what can you do that isn't necessarily something to do with what you're feeling stuck with yes it could be anything and you know a sense of accomplishment yes so important we use this example with our merry body members all the time yes we don't even tell them to do a class. We tell no. them to roll out your mat and sit on it. Like, just roll out your mat and sit on your mat and maybe press play. But don't even do the class. Just press just play watch and it. watch. Maybe you'll feel inspired to get involved. Or, like, commit to a minute. Mm-hmm. And then I bet you you're probably at least 60% likely, 70, 80, yeah. 90 probably, of continuing on. Because then you realize, wait a minute, it's only 15 minutes mm-hmm. or it's only 30 minutes or it's only a five-minute class. I can do this. Exactly. So it's like we always talk about this idea of like that first step is always the hardest it's like we just need to move past that barrier of friction and that barrier comes from usually in our minds it's our thoughts it's our narrative it's the it's the feeling that is created with our ongoing thoughts that are saying I can't do this I don't want to do this I'm lazy or I'm stuck. I'm not no I'm just not motivated. I'm just not motivated. Mm. That is such a thing. I really struggle with motivation. We all do. The only difference between someone who doesn't struggle and someone who does struggle with motivation on paper is that that person who doesn't struggle has gotten really good at taking that first step when they feel unmotivated. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like I mean, I feel it too. I feel no motivation. It's just like, so the difference is the amount of time you feel the mo- unmotivation. Yes. Oh, is that even a word? So that is the difference. And I think this is where self-awareness comes into play. It's where you can, how quickly yes. can you recognize the feelings of unmotivation? Because that is your secret power. Because if you can like recognize the thought pattern or recognize the same thoughts or recognize the feeling and be like, oh, I'm feeling this. And if you don't want to feel that, like, you know, go right ahead if you want to feel it. Like if you want to have a rest. Okay, I'm yeah, feeling, have a rest. I'm feeling unmotivated. I must need a rest. Yeah. Sometimes I need a rest. Yeah. But see, that's the difference though. That's like intentional. Mm-hmm. And that's like you being like, I'm giving myself this yes. time. And that's what I think, you know, for us, 
a lot a few years ago we didn't even have weekends like we just like work all the time but it would be kind of like we'd half work on a Monday we'd half work on a Saturday like it was not like designated it was just like this off and on working no line between work and not work Uh, and I think when we gave ourselves properly the weekends that really helped us take time to rest even though we've started working on the weekends again well I have like riding it's so fun though um but I think it's important to also be intentional with that time and that's very different you taking that intentional like I'm unmotivated I need to rest that's my answer to I'm unmotivated oh I've been unmotivated for the last three years that's very different yeah of course um but both is still important and yeah. to the self-awareness is key, right, to recognise, hang on a minute, like, I don't want to be here mm. anymore. Like, as soon as we – like, that's like a round of applause moment. If you're in a situation where you're like, I don't want to be here anymore, like, say that out loud right now, like, I want to make a change, boom. Like, you have taken your first step because you've raised the awareness, the self-awareness around what you want to change and what you don't want in your life anymore um yeah, you've been honest with yourself yeah which is very courageous and that's an amazing step go you mm-hmm. you took a first step so now it's time to take the second step yeah exactly and I think you know and it's another important thing to note is that you know when you, the motivation comes and, or you've taken that first step it's like it doesn't last forever and like yes. we might fall back into that languishing feeling or that stuck feeling or that stagnant feeling but know that you can take the first step again and create the motivation and I think the more that you practice it's like a muscle the more that you practice like overcoming that first step the mm. easier and easier it becomes the more uh the more you know yourself and how you work as a human yeah and I think that is the key it's like hang on a minute I know if I go and do this thing that I'm actually going to feel really inspired to keep doing it. Yeah. So how about I just go start and see what happens? Just yeah. treat it as a little experiment. Like it might it might not work. And if it doesn't, yeah. then try something else. Um, so let's go back to our blog story. Yeah. I was like, wait, we missed that, didn't we? Were we were blogging very consistently. <laughs> Round of applause for how good we used to be. Well good done. Good job. Uh, just proof of what we can be. Right here, right now. But no, this is the this is the cool thing. So we kind of got stuck with the blog. We did weren't taking, uh, I guess, consistent action. It was very ad hoc. It was like we'd write a blog post maybe once a month, like uh, like a blog post that wasn't a recipe because we kept posting the recipes, mm. like because we knew that like people loved them and we wanted people to keep coming to our site and we wanted to keep sharing them and we had a big backlog actually of recipes that we'd created. So go past us for doing that, but. There came a point where we just were not inspired to write at all. We had no plan or no kind of strategy around it. And we thought in our minds that it was just too hard to compete with everyone else who was blogging about yoga and Pilates because that's what we wanted to try and, you know, get traction for because our new business was Marybody back then and it felt really impossible. It felt really hard and almost like, oh, well, we'll just continue on relying on what we've created and and it's just too hard. Mm-hmm. We can't do it. Uh, and we even like hired some help, like we work, worked with some experts, got some ideas and they gave us kind of this little hit of motivation, but they also kind of scared us as well. Like this is really competitive, blah, 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 blah. And that's the thing. Sometimes when you work with the wrong expert or like someone who doesn't explain things properly to you, it can be like a worse thing than a better thing. And I think that's what happened with us. But then we hired our friend, Kevin, who we've actually interviewed on our podcast twice. 
Kevin Basham, who has many businesses. Like, <laughs> on- a man of many talents. He is a serial <laughs> entrepreneur. He loves to make businesses and be creative and work with people. Um, but we're working with him to kind of help grow our blog. And I guess if you are in the world of business, you would call this SEO, search engine optimization. <laughs> Google it. No, I'm kidding. So <laughs> you could. Um, but I guess, so we actually didn't even have the intention to work with Kevin. We yeah, restarted no. just, I guess, our friendship with Kevin. With a, with oh, a, it restarted. We never ended. No, I know, but we rekindled. We rekindled. We just we, like we're having weekly chat communication. Yeah. Yes, there like, we, we were go. always like we're always friends and always liking each other. We stuff. didn't put him on the <laughs> you know that list when you're a kid. Not my friend, friend. friend. <laughs> like what the? That was weird. Kids are weird and like bestest friends, best friends, friends. Like that was like a list of enemies. <laughs> Did you guys do that too? It's very strange. It's like what um, the. Yes, yeah, so we rekindled our communication, I would say, uh, because we, we used to just be like liking each other's posts. Yeah. Like, that's as far as it went for like two years. I mean, he does years. live in the UK, yeah, so, so it's, it's kind of hard. hard. Yeah. So then we started chatting. We weren't really chatting about SEO at all. I don't even know how it came about. Oh, I guess it came about because Kevin has an agency that specializes oh, in SEO. Oh. And then we were talking about what we want to do with Marybody. And he was like, oh, let me have a look. Let me run a report. Okay, run a report, Kevin. Do what you do. Anyway, he ran a report and he got all of this feedback, I guess, which was living on the internet that we had no idea how to find. Uh, and he said, look, I think there's some potential here. I think if we make a plan of attack. Underline that. Yes. <laughs> that we could potentially make some progress here. And progress for us would look like, because remember, progress for everyone looks different. And I think it's a good idea to have an idea of what it would look like for you to progress in whatever you would like to progress in. <laughs> for us, it was um, better authority in the yoga Pilates space, more rankings in Google searches for yoga and Pilates searches. So when someone searches, you know, uh, should you warm up before you do yoga? We would like to rank for that. That would be great because we have content that we can share around that. We can answer that question. So this is the idea of SEO. And this is where most others would stop. It would stop at this with this idea of how we would like to progress. Um, We've got all these great ideas. But how on earth do we do it? And every time previous before this time with Kevin, we would never move forward from that. And it made us feel really stuck. Yes. And we wouldn't take action. So we were languishing with our blog. Maybe not other areas of our lives, but there was a sense of languishing. We didn't know what to do. And I think the reason for that was the fact that we didn't know what to do. We didn't have the outline. We didn't know what the first step was. Like there was motivation to take the step and it would come, but then it would feel like, pointless we'd feel helpless yeah like we feel really i mean it feels feel really kind of dumb thinking about this like it's not like why do we feel this we should have really put our hands up and uh, ask for help. help so this is another tip guys <laughs> ask for help yes but i think this is the thing because i think we thought we did ask for help and i thought that, yeah, that was true. we thought okay, that the right kind of help i thought we thought that the help that we received was all we we could receive and yes. we didn't understand it. And so mm. we weren't really – I guess we weren't honest in that we said we don't understand, like how do we actually make this happen. So Kevin kind of took a, an extra step forward for us in helping us create a plan. And this plan is very specific and I think this is really important. Basically, he gave us a list of blog posts that 
we could write. And this list is extensive. It's like 150 blog posts. It's like happy writing. Yeah. And we published how many blog posts 14 last week? 14 last week. Hello. That's huge. huge. That's amazing. That's it's like, like we, are, we, are, we are content <laughs> machines. We are content. Like that's our jobs right yes. now. But it feels fun. Mm. I'm like so excited to get like, you know, not to get off this podcast, but like after, <laughs> I'm not excited. I love this podcast, but afterwards, I'm excited to get on our to laptops write. and write. Yeah, because we have a really key, I guess, really clear, sorry, plan of how we're going to approach this big project. And I think with projects, especially, or anything you would like to change or welcome in, we think so much about the end result that it stops us from taking any steps toward it. Agreed. And Oh my. So wait, we've got a few tips here. Let's just go over. Yes. So get the right kind of help if you need it. And it might mean making some mistakes with the help that you ask for. It might mean also paying for help. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, and I mean like that's the thing. Like we pay people and it didn't work. So true. So it's like sometimes mm. you have to try and try again. And, you know, Kevin said that to us the other day. Yeah, I, said, I know. I just don't trust anyone anymore. Like I just can't outsource anything. I know. Like, we've got our team. We've got our core team. But I feel nervous about hiring someone else. Because we felt like we've wasted yeah. a lot of money and hiring people. And the good thing I felt is that Kevin's like, yeah, like me too. 70% of people I hire <laughs> don't work out. Ouch. And like – Okay, so it's not just us. Yeah, we, we felt <laughs> less alone. And this is also the importance of communication and connection, like talking about your struggles. Mm-hmm. So finding help, talking about your struggles with someone who you can trust. Uh, and then the big one, I think, make a plan. Mm-hmm. And get help to make a plan yeah. if you need it. And so this is like so, so key. And I think even in making a plan, you create motivation. Because I know that for me, when I feel stuck or I feel like this stagnant, languishing, like, oh, I want to do this. If I write down what I need to do, mm. I f- even that gives me a me sense too. of accomplishment. I'm like, okay. I just realized I don't even, I was feeling overwhelmed about the amount of things I needed to do when it's not that overwhelming. It's like when you have it in paper, on paper, in front of you, and when you realize, oh, I can tick them them off in like thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and then there's only those left. Yeah, it's. I think sometimes again, our thoughts and our narrative creates bigger problems than it needs to be. So it's important to break it all down sometimes, yeah. and that's what planning, that's what to do list, that's what. Uh, instead of looking at the big, big end picture and big, big goals, focus on one thing. Yes, and then the next, and then the next. Mm. Or lo- look at look at the big project and break it down into smaller projects, and then like collectively, by the end of it, you'll tick off the big project. Yeah, exactly. I think it's one of the biggest things is that when we feel stuck, we're also feeling overwhelmed. With all of the things. Yeah. And then I think it's also about, uh, I mean, like there's a, I think in our world that we live in here in Australia, like we're very lucky, we know, just to be born here, like we've been uh, handed many opportunities. It's good to realise that. Uh, But also I think there is such a culture of ambition and like achieve, 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 drive, drive, drive. And, you know, it's only worthwhile if you're at the top. 
like, you know, we see this on social media too, like all these people succeeding. Like how the hell did they do that? Like we don't even know if this, if it's the truth, if it's on Instagram. doesn't mean it's true. But, you know, like we compare ourselves, as we talked about in the last episode, we compare ourselves upwards and that just seems way too hard. But it's almost like, all right, we got in this languishing feeling. How about we let go of that like we have to be up there? Like, let's just focus on creating. Let's just focus on the next step. Let's just focus on, like, these micro goals even. Uh, Because, you know, up the top of the mountain might not even be that great anyway. It might be really freezing and gross. I think it's so (laughs) important to, and I mean, we have reflected on this moment in our lives a lot uh, when we had lunch with Brian from Copy Blogger. And he said to us, like, how big do you want this to be? Because, you know, my business employs 80 people. That's 80 families that I'm looking after. Like That's a lot of pressure. That, yeah, <laughs> and he said that. It's a lot of responsibility. And we kind of like took a like a little bit of a step back. I'm like, oh, we've actually never thought about this. We just thought that we had to have the ambition. We're going to be the biggest, the best, the most successful. Like we're going to be this – earn this amount of money and blah, 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 blah. And it just kind of was like ingrained into us, I guess, because of the people we were surrounded by, they were like that as well. At that time. At that time. We're not surrounded by as many people like that anymore. Some, yes. And that's great. Like if you genuinely want that and have that drive and like that makes you happy and brings a purpose, that's really good. But if it brings like a, uh, a sense of not enoughness, like, I don't think that's good. I think that yeah. uh, it's time to take a step back and reevaluate what success looks like to you. And we've done a whole episode on that, like, what is success to you? And it's a really important question to go back to again and again because it's important to also remember that that can change over time. Yeah, of course, like, because our values change, our situations change. The whole world changes. What the hell? Like, In an instant. Yeah, so... Very, very good point to add on there. So that's maybe another thing you can think about when you do find yourself in a a languishing kind of situation. Maybe you can like also change that situation to ask yourself some questions of reflection. Mm. It's like maybe use the time where you are feeling stuck to, to work with your mind. Instead of like letting the mind run rampant yes. and just do whatever thinking it wants to do, ask it some questions. Maybe it has some good answers. Yeah, that's so true. I'm thinking like what about languishing on projects only? Like maybe you have all this stuff working really well. You've got like great areas of your life where you're satisfied in but you really, really want to welcome in like a project or maybe a second income stream or maybe it's like more time on your art, your craft, your you used to play an instrument and now you never do it but you'd really like to, I don't know, start recording music. Why not? Because, wow, that's beautiful. But you just keep thinking, thinking, thinking about it but you don't take action. Maybe you want to write that book. Maybe you want to start that podcast. Maybe you want to uh, move your work into your own business. Uh, Like all these tips really work for that too, I think. Like if it's not like this general languishing, maybe it's just a uh, a situation or a project languish. Yeah, like a uh, a pocket in your life that is like that super lack of drive. Like you really want it, and you've been thinking about it for maybe five, three, ten, twenty years even. 
but why is there no drive there? Like, you really want it. So there, it, 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 there is drive, and it's like it's such a weird feeling. I always think about it. Sometimes I feel this, like, depending, like, just, like, how tired I am, and I think it's probably my iron levels. But um, They're so low. <laughs> why are you so low? Please, please, get back up. Um, like, sometimes in an evening I'll feel really motivated like, yeah. for the next day, and I'll be like, messaging you, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to smash it. It's going to be awesome. We're going to get this done. It's going to be so good. And then I wake up, and I'm like, oh. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? I was but, so motivated. <laughs> but I wonder, like, in those cases, should you have, like, done some work? In the night. Yeah, like, should have you? Because I think me and you are always, like, I mean, we used to work at night. We never work at night really anymore. And, like, it's because I don't want to look at a computer yeah. or something. I'm like, ugh. But, like. I'll look at a Netflix screen, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wait, wait. And I'll scroll on Instagram. That See? Like, maybe you should have. Literally, maybe you should have, like, started even a writing or yeah. whatever you're going to do. Start it. So then in the morning you're like, yep, this is what I'm. I'm, I'm excited to get. Finish, yeah. finish that project. Like maybe that's a good uh, thing to do. But, uh, I mean, we do always say when the motivation comes, you should ride it. it. Yeah, don't waste it because motivation isn't always there. I mean, there are some people who feel motivated all the time. Like, I don't know. Who? Who are, are you? I'm <laughs> like, is that good? I don't know. Like, we certainly don't. Are they taking something? Yeah. Like what? a supplement? Maybe. <laughs> Well, we are getting our liver pills soon, so maybe that'll be us soon. Liver Watch pills. out, guys. In one month, we might be motivated all the time. We'll do two podcasts a week. What? Oh, my gosh. But I really love this subject. Like, I hope you feel inspired to take some action and get out of your funk or, like, find the help to get you out of the funk. And whether that be, you know, you need to book in with a psychologist, whether that be you need a I don't know, hire a coach or whether it's simply signing up to Mary Body. <laughs> Why the hell not? You know what? I think that the coach the coach thing is like a really great yeah, me too. thing because, you know, in our lives I would say that we've had like one coach and then we've had two coaches like that we've paid for. Mm. We've had some free coaches. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, but I feel like that was like a uh, – what is the word? Reciprocal. Um, yeah, reciprocal coaching in different ways. Um, so, yeah, we've had Bridget, which we've talked about before. She helped us build the Mary Body program, and I think this was a really cool thing to note. That was a project. Yeah. And I think in a way, for us especially, working with people, it needs to be project-based. Agreed, agreed. I think that unless it's like a life coach and that's what you're after, that well, that's kind of different. We're not talking about that. I'm talking more about, like, getting stuff done. Yeah, yeah. And when, like, you have a project, it, it does help when you have someone to keep you accountable, to help you build out a plan. That's what Bridget did. Then I would say Kat, who mm. we've talked about before as well, she helped us with our project of, like, outsourcing and systems. Oh, my See, we we weren't languishing then, but we were literally drowning. We were drowning yes. in whatever we had created. We were drowning and languishing. In work in a way because we were languishing in that we couldn't we couldn't take any more steps forward because yeah. we were just stuck in the in the rat race yeah of our business i'm so glad we didn't stay there that long because that would have ended really badly yes so that was another way and then i would say that kevin has just really helped us with this project for mm. uh blogging and re reigniting this excitement for content marketing which really was where it all began for us and 
Exactly. It's brought back this motivation and love of blogging and creating and connection Mm. and like helping people because like, I mean, that's the core of our business. We want to help people like, yeah, okay. It is a business. There's no denying that we make money online. Like you need to stay on top of that. Uh, But we believe in this product. It's not like we're selling like something we don't believe Mm. in and it's just to make money. No, like this is our hearts, our souls, like our business, like we are fully attached to it. Like we talk about detachment, but geez, we are both attached. It's like this baby me and Carla created. Uh, it's a big baby now. It's a big bubba. It's like a toddler. <laughs> maybe it's a teenager. It's a five-year-old. It's a 12-year-old maybe. Um, actually, it's 10 nearly. Anyway, oh my. Uh, but yeah, oh, I totally lost. You, we were talking about coaching. Oh, yeah. Um mm. Good one, sis. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I was talking about Kevin Nessio. You were talking about the fact that you love blogging again. Oh, yeah. And, and what really what we did do, we hired someone to help us get out of the languishing. True, without because, even realising that. Exactly. And I think motivation, I mean, like, we love doing this with other people, right? Like, I love, like, when I see someone working it's always business stuff like that's what I love the most like when I meet someone and I'm like oh my I love what you do and you know you see something that they might not see and that's Mm -hmm. what Kevin did for us Mm -hmm. and then he sparked this motivation he got us moving and like going and like taking action and we love it when we help someone do that yeah I mean that's why we business coach yeah exactly yeah so it's exciting to see someone uh go from this little idea and then we can help them make a plan. Like, it's like our jam, right? I know. And, like, look, look, I'm so excited. And then we get excited and they get excited. And then, like, they feel accountable too. And that, I think that's what it is too. Like, when you're stuck on a project, sometimes – remember at school how you get to hand homework in? Sometimes that would be the only driver for me. Actually, always, that would be the only driver. I never often wanted to do a lot of that, that homework, but – I didn't want to get it in late. I had mm. to impress my teacher and I had to try and get an A, obviously. <laughs> and, you know, I usually would get probably a B or, or a minus, A minus, but that's okay. But it was always that accountability that got me there. And that's why working with someone is really good. Well, that's so interesting. And, like, we can end on this. So you were driven by the due date. Yeah. So I think, again, when we're making plans, let's add some dates. Yes. Add some times. Let's add that uh, if you can't afford a coach, add some self-accountability. Yeah. Or ask a friend to be that accountability for you or your partner, Mm. anyone. Like maybe join a group online. Like there's lots of free business groups online. Yeah. You you can post your goals in them, I'm sure. Yeah. I think that that is a really important thing to note because, you know, we can have a plan and we can have the to-do list, but if we don't know when we want everything done by, again, we can kind of languish in our to-do list and we can just stare at it. It looks really pretty, but, man, we've got to start crossing them off. Yes. <laughs> My God. Uh, and, again, I'm just going to use our business as an example. And the way that Kat helped us um, systemize and build processes, I mean, we love our processes now, and every single part of our business is pretty much a process and our team gets the stuff done because there's ticker boxes mm-hmm. and due dates yes. and they know when each small task within a large project is due 
and without even asking, it will be done. And this is the magic of creating a plan. Yes. It works. Wow. It helps the machine cog. Like without it, there's no cogs to like grab onto the next thing. It's just like smooth and like can just like fall apart really easily. Whereas this thing keeps it ticking along. Mm. It's really cool. Like once you get to that point and you can see that the effort that you put into planning makes the journey so much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously this is the easiest and best example for us to talk about languishing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the moments where we've languished, exactly. Yeah. Oh, if you've so got, fun. Yes, if you've got more comments, questions or feedback about something specific, um, maybe you have a specific example that you want us to like talk more about because obviously we can only speak to the examples that we have lived Uh, that perhaps our friends have told us about. But uh, do reach out. We'd love to hear from you. I had fun with this episode. I think we've got some really key action steps that everyone can take, and I think that they do cross over to every element Mm -hmm. of life. And if you're feeling extra motivated, tell us about it too because that's fun. Mm, Sometimes sharing your motivation is (laughs) like creates more motivation and then motivates other people who you tell. (laughs) Gets people like amped up. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) All right, all right. We'll see you super soon. Bye. Bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe Ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone tap iPhone.